Hello, my name is Jacob Fenston. Welcome to this podcast produced by the International Monetary Fund. Mozambique had one of the highest growth rates in sub-Saharan Africa over the past two decades. But last year, food riots and the release of new poverty numbers made clear the economic growth wasn't reaching everyone. The poverty rate in 2008 remained stagnant at a little over 50 percent. The government responded with a new poverty reduction plan in May of this year aimed at more inclusive growth, keeping the economy booming while making sure everyone benefits. I spoke with Johannes Mueller. He's mission chief for Mozambique at the IMF. I asked him to define this so-called inclusive growth, something the IMF is increasingly pursuing in its work in sub-Saharan Africa. Well, maybe we should start by talking about the general definition of economic growth. Um, As preconditions, usually uh, one would consider macroeconomic stability, high investment and saving rates, an openness to trade, good governance, and also enforcement of property rights. Now, inclusive growth goes beyond this concept, and it is defined as growth that is sustained over several decades. Um, It should also be broad-based across economic sectors so that it can create productive employment for the majority of the country's population. And then most importantly, it should also help reduce poverty noticeably. Talk about Mozambique in in the context of this idea of inclusive growth. What does the example of Mozambique show us? Mozambique is a very interesting country case in this regard. If you look at the country's growth rates over the last two decades, one can clearly say that Mozambique has been one of the fastest growing economies in sub-Saharan Africa with a trend growth rate of about 8%. At the same time, recently, the new poverty reduction numbers have been released, and these numbers seem to indicate that not everybody in Mozambique has participated in this very strong growth performance. The lowest 30% of the population have not participated in economic growth. Actually, their spending per capita has declined over the last decade. And all of this came to the fore last September when some street riots erupted in major cities of the country over rising prices for food products. In the analysis of this growth pattern in Mozambique, it became clear that the so-called mega-projects in the natural resource sector have been behind much of this economic growth and also much of the country's exports. So these mega-projects have been good for the country from that point of view. But at the same time, there has not been too much employment generation. What are these mega projects that you mentioned and and why haven't they created more employment? They are related to um, the mineral wealth that the country has. It actually looks as if the country has a huge untapped potential in this regard. So many more minerals will be found. Many more um, international companies will try to, to tap this mineral wealth. What needs to be done better going forward is to make sure that um, this natural wealth is being tapped in a way that the country also benefits from that. So what is the new strategy? What, what are some of the parts of that to make sure that growth in the future actually is more sustainable and helps alleviate poverty better? First, it's the agricultural sector. Um, Almost 80% of the population lives in rural areas, and this is where the authorities need to put their emphasis on um, by developing strategies that could enhance production and also productivity. Second, 
the authorities aim to improve the business environment because they realize that it cannot be the public sector that generates jobs, it cannot be the government, but it needs to be driven by the private sector. So the government has to create a framework that allows the private sector to flourish by creating um, the right infrastructure so that the private sector has access to, to roads and energy in order to produce and to export. Um, and in addition, Mozambique aims to preserve one of its key assets, which is macroeconomic stability. And this is what um, has helped Mozambique generate these very high growth rates over the last two decades. Um, it has made it an interesting destination for foreign direct investment because everybody knew that the stewardship of the economy is very good, and this needs to continue. Do you think there are lessons for other countries um, from Mozambique's experience? I mean, I'm sure other countries don't want to repeat the experience of the, the riots that happened in Mozambique last year in 2010. What's the sort of takeaway for other countries? What is particularly striking to me as the IMF mission chief is also the very vibrant public debate in Mozambique on some very important questions. And we think that if all stakeholders continue this dialogue, that the country will be better off. It, the country will be finding um, a new way to grow and to make sure that more Mozambicans also participate in this economic growth. This needs to be turned around. And there are other countries in the world, like China and Brazil, that have shown that the poor can also participate in economic growth. And this is where Mozambique should be heading. And if really the poverty reduction strategy is being implemented as planned, this is also where the country may be heading. That was Johannes Mueller, Mission Chief for Mozambique at the IMF. To hear more podcasts, you can look us up online at www.imf.org podcasts.